I identify as a socialist because I don't believe anybody should go bankrupt if they get sick. Right. And if anyone thinks that's a radical idea, they should walk out of this lecture hall right now and change your major. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such an ideologue over here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Someone mm-hmm. gets it. So we'll uh, we'll keep this brief because uh, listeners, you're about to listen to a really fun interview that Artie and I did with Steve last weekend for Medicare for All Week. But one of the things that we talked about um, actually happened today. So today you had like a hearing and I just thought like, you know, just to make sure that people sort of understand what they're hearing when they hear the interview later, I think it's good to maybe give a little update for context. You know what I mean? Because I think um, how it turned out was not so great so far today. Right, Steve? No, um, it did not go well at all. (laughs) So you uh, met the actual face-to-face representative from Horizon NJ Health for the first time in, what did you say, like 785 days you've been Uh, fighting them? Today, yeah was 765 days. 65. Yep, wow. since I first reached out to Horizon and to help for more personal care assistance hours. And so you finally met them today, and they were like, oh my God, Steve, you're amazing. Here's all the hours you want, right? Uh, no. <laughs> so no. what happened? So they tell me, oh, get on this program, get on that program. Uh, you know, we don't know how long it'll take. Uh, you know, there'll be more waiting and more assessments and, and then i explained to them how i've been doing this for over two years right i'm really asking for just the bare minimum here and when we were talking earlier you know my heart sank when you said and i was like well and you know was the judge able to say like okay yes like uh this is a reasonable request like steve can't bathe himself feed himself like he needs help getting around like this is like the bare minimum you know uh or that's not what happened. You said that essentially the judge, she, like her, she her, her hands are tied. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's that worse. There's that worse where I don't have the authority. I don't have the authority. Like, it basically just punted the ball right back to me. And and also indicated uh, that the authority of a private contractor managing Medicaid for the state of New Jersey's guidelines supersedes a judge appointed yes. by the governor. Yes, yeah, and I I would like to say it's honestly really frightening because if I'm in this situation with a very, very good lawyer who is able to advocate for me, what about the people who can't do that? Right, exactly, which is, I think, a good point to sort of wrap us out on uh, because you're about to sit down and hear, I think, like an hour and 20-minute interview that or something that uh, we did a week ago, and obviously we're going to be talking about this more. Um, you know, we uh, we talked about a meeting with a judge. It happened, and it went badly. So, yeah. you know, um, 
if you know anyone that can help us out and you want to reach out, our DMs are open. Go ahead and put us in touch with all of your journalist contacts. And Steve and I are happy to stump around the state and uh, tell everyone about what he's been going through. So um, but if I could add to that, you know, everyone knows that I, I'm on TV now. You know, <laughs> yes. I, I have this growing, I, I have, uh, I have this growing platform. It is now my mission to change these arbitrary and archaic and deadly guidelines mm-hmm. that only keep us down. Because it is not fair for anyone to live like this. No. No so, one should have to. And anyone. Especially not TV stars. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but that's not the point. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. No, 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 of course. But I have to remind. No, I know, unfortunately. I have to remind people that even though I'm on TV, that doesn't change anything. Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry you had to go through this, but you know. You know what? I'm glad. Let me see the absolute worst of this system. So I can find out how to change it. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, you want to tell the listeners to enjoy their interview with you? And enjoy this wonderful interview, everybody. If you want to reach out uh, to Death Paddle or me, uh, the DMs are open. Yes, they are. And uh, solidarity forever, everybody. Hell fucking yes. Awesome. Th- thank you, B. I appreciate it. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Medicare for All Week. Yeah. We are here with great friend of the pod, legendary Steve Way. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> it's nice to see you, man. Thank you for having me. Um, this is really fun because like we meant to record this interview like a week ago, but uh, it's kind of kismet because Bernie's disability rights platform dropped. So now we can actually have that on for this one. Destiny. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, you know. Medicare for All Week is, uh, it's like a mini series like Shark Week for Healthcare. So uh, who better than you to have on, right? With a lot more blood. Yes. A lot more blood, (laughs) actually. Yeah. And instead of like trying to, you know, help people understand uh, horrible things, we're just trying to get people excited about all the things that they should feel entitled to, right? I mean, sharks are cool too, though. But Sharks are dope. It hurts when they bite you, but they're cool. Right. But at least with Medicare for All, if you get bitten by a shark exactly actually covered that's true you're covered shark bites you're covered no copay free at the point of service yeah (laughs) actually can you imagine how much that would suck to go to the er for a shark bite and then imagine what that bill would be after that surgery just 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 being owned by a shark (laughs) that's humiliating enough yeah that is kind of the ultimate horror movie thing. Like, like oh, if you survive through, right. like you you kill the killer or something, like <laughs> what's that fucking bill going to be That's like? the real That's Jaws. That's the real Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. But the shark wins. Yeah. Especially if you don't, if the anesthesiologist is in a network. Right. Oh, God. Oh, that chills. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. We don't need to, we don't need to give ourselves a PTSD, surgery no. PTSD, but um, yeah, I mean... You know, Steve, you and I probably could have benefited from Medicare for all, like always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least like uh, thirty years ago, right? Right, <laughs> right. Whoops. Right, and you know, I've only been alive for twenty nine years. Oh my so. god! Wait, am I am I a little bit older? Yeah, you are. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. so I I just turned thirty, so I've got thirty uh, years of needing it. Now. All right, but you know, like uh, if we if we want to survive for the next uh, the next thirty, we're definitely going to need it. Well, yeah. if we want to survive. To see the end of the world from, 
from global warming. Yes. Never going to hate it. I think the last time that we had you on, you made a great joke about um, you're like, I'm determined to stay alive through Kamala's 10 year transition. Oh, that's plan. right. Only so gone. that that's I can just right. watch it get undone the day after. It's so boring now. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because, like, yeah, the last time we were sitting down, there were what? Uh, 10 more people in the race At than least. there are now, right? Yeah. At least, yeah. Something I can't even remember. No Bloomberg. Yeah, nope. no Bloomberg. Uh, John Delaney dropped out today. Oh, I didn't even realize that he was still in. You know the the one who looks like the guy a who looks like Bill Puck, Bill from from King of the Hill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I got it. Yeah, that yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so Bill dropped out of the race, and um, you know we're basically left with one single candidate at this point who's uh, actually pushing a Medicare for all right. bill. Yeah. Um, Warren's reneged on um, most of her commitments to eliminate private insurance and is essentially doing a uh, public option ah. transition, like a three-year let's entice everyone with a delicious public option. And oh. <laughs> See, Alice hates that too. I know, right? Alice hates the <laughs> public option. Yeah, the public option is just every neoliberal's golden juice. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ah. You know, yeah. she's right, she the most cute and distracting dog. She's just so enthusiastic about Medicare for all. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she is. Yeah, new the newest official campaign surrogate for the Sanders campaign Alice. is an adorable dog named Alice. Yeah. Um, considering that and uh, all the all the things that have been going on, you know, I think it's a good time to sort of sit down and and we can really talk about like maybe for people who know at the bottom of their heart that Medicare for all is the right plan to do but maybe don't totally understand the the urgency for doing it the right way as quickly as possible you know i think i think in a lot of ways we can sort of uh put our bodies down on the line and provide a good resource to people who might not really know why it's like actually important yeah the two of you are kind of the people on medicare for all week representing the patients yeah Yeah. we actually are we're the the only two patients um but yeah, no, I mean, um, we're in this position right now where essentially everyone in the Democratic Party establishment is fully committed to preserving the industry of private insurance. And you have the Trump administration trying to block grant Medicaid and further privatize again, again yeah. anything possible. Um, so did we do this before? Did we do this before? The block granting? Yeah, when yeah. it feels... Very familiar. Yeah. Totally. Um, it tends to not work great, you know. Well, when has any Republican healthcare plan worked That's at all? That's true. <laughs> I mean, the whole well, thing. Well, now they've rebranded it the human adult opportunity. So maybe it will work this time. Right. Right. I suppose. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, that's what? what SEMA decided to call it. The uh, As opposed to, because there, there was this whole thing about how uh before they announced the block grant option for Medicaid, they were looking for another way to spin it, like a different term, because they understand that block grant is like politically unpopular. <laughs> popular. So they called it when they announced it, they called it the human adult opportunity. It sounds uh, like option. the human fund. Yeah. <laughs> By Seinfeld. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> God. Yeah, so um, one of the things that the Trump administration is trying to do is sort of pit people like us against help healthy, able-bodied adults on Medicaid who could be paying their own way, um, so that us us true uh, public charges can be uh, sequestered and given our funding, and then everyone else who's who's just a uh, waste, fraud, and abuse, right, can be. Ah 
kicked to the curb. The three um, magic words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're sort of in this moment right now where we have the unprecedented political opportunity to actually pass something like this. Um, right. But we do have like a pretty serious concerted establishment standing in the way. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that maybe we can talk about a little bit is urgency. You know, so the yeah. last time we had you on, Steve, we were talking about um, you fighting the state of New Jersey for PCA hours yep. for for in-home health care. Yep. Um, you know, it was what you you ended up with 60 hours. You asked for 80. Yeah, I asked for 84. You asked for 84 and they um, gave you. In my denial letter, they admitted that I need it <laughs> and then just arbitrarily gave me 60. Right. Right. So I took the option to take them to court. Where the first time um, I was in the Burden County courthouse parking lot trying to find a spot. Yeah. And half hour before the hearing was supposed to start, I get a phone call saying that my hearing was postponed. Oh, boy. <laughs> so oh, my God. At the time of recording this, I have my hearing round two next week. Oh, my God. Well, well good luck with that. Thank you. Uh, we will keep our fingers crossed. But, yes. you know, um, I think a good example that I thought of you immediately, we were looking at, there is a fund called the Commonwealth Fund, and they fund a lot of healthcare research, Mm -hmm. and they've been getting behind these Medicare Advantage plans um, that are sort of made to uh, offer these uh, really unprecedentedly generous benefits to seniors and people with disabilities (laughs) on Medicare Advantage plans, um, which are crap. Uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield has generously offered to people uh, the choice between like 10 or 15 options. They're allowed to pick one benefit. And so much choice. One of yeah. them, it's so, so beautiful. Choice. 124 PCA hours per year. Wait, how many? 124 per year. For free. <laughs> year. A yeah. year. So that's two weeks at your, at your 60 hours a week, basically. So... <laughs> <laughs> Per year, hundred twenty-four. How many days are in a year? Three sixty-five. Yeah. So what is that like? Two two hours a, a week? About. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? I guess so. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So among the, they'll also you could pick between that benefit or. Well, you, you can, have to basically choose like what day of the week you get that one hour. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So much, so much choice. One of the other choices uh, that they said is you could do uh you could do six get delivered 16 meals four times a year if your bmi is under 18 or over 22 oh no yeah. no wait yeah yeah All right. so so we've got some like more, really more choice generous choice more and innovation choice. yeah for sure mm-hmm. and uh you know that is the way that current medicare is going because right now we're i think at like a 40 percent privatization yeah. of Medicare recipients on Medicare Advantage plans. And by 2030... And climbing, we, as companies love to tell you year after year with their reports. So. Right. If we keep going where we're going, by 2030, we're going to have 70% of people on Medicare on Medicare Advantage plans. A lot of people. That's yeah. a, lot of people a lot of people, especially for a plan that won't pay for shit. So, no. so I think you and I have a perspective into... Uh, the reality? The reality <laughs> that people are going to be facing increasingly i think in the next 10 years you know um we're looking at i i think a a crisis that has happened for us a while ago that i don't know if i can like physically sit and watch other people go through 
if we don't change something right no, now. No, as as much as I would like that, I don't think I could put that on other people. Yeah. Yeah. We are the bigger and better people. <laughs> uh, but that's just like, that's what people like Buttigieg and Klobuchar mm-hmm. talk about when they say, oh, I don't want to take away their choice. Right. What choice do we have? None. What is there? I, I certainly don't. Do you have any choices about anything anymore when it comes to your care? Yeah, how shitty it is. <laughs> Do I want shitty or shittier? Yeah. Yeah. So. Basically, I mean, it's it's pretty simple because like with this disability plan that Bernie released yesterday, you know. Or I guess by the time this airs like a week ago. True. Probably, that Bernie but, released last yeah. week, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, time is relative, so. Right. That's true. Exactly. They do. They do kind of. Uh, Proposed to radically expand who qualifies for in-home care. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. You know, as it stands right now, Steve, when you when you uh, got denied from New Jersey Medicaid for uh, 80 hours, right, or 82 hours, they said uh, you can't dress yourself or feed yourself. You know what? Since I am right in front of my computer, <laughs> I would like to read the official statement. Please. From Horizon NJ Health, <laughs> dated... July 11th, 2019, in which I requested 84 hours of personal care assistance per week. Reason for this action, the request for 84 hours per week of personal care assistance is denied. Personal care assistance is for people who cannot walk, bathe, (laughs) eat, dress, go to the bathroom, or get out of bed without someone physically helping them. Mm -hmm. You were evaluated. I reviewed the information from that assessment. You use a wheelchair for mobility. You need extensive hands-on help with eating, hygiene, and toileting. You also need hands-on help with bathing, dressing, and transferred. Mm -hmm. Based on this information... You will be approved for 60 hours per week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish I could write jokes that, that good. funny. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it's, um, you pretty much, I think, should fit the definition of, of any, like, any possible qualification you would need to meet, right, to qualify for these hours. For the listeners at home, if you were to look at me, you'd probably think, oh, he's going to die. Maybe next week. Two weeks if he's Yeah. Well, I mean, do you feel like in a sense that people sometimes don't really under understand like how little actually the state steps in to help you as right. as it is? No, they don't understand at all. I mean, you know, I, I tell them that like every four months someone from the government comes to my house mm-hmm. to make sure I'm still disabled. Mm-hmm. And they think I'm doing a bit. Yeah. Like the thing I'm telling you an actual joke. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, that's that's real. Right. That's just my day to day life. I right. don't write it. Right. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I tell them with the, the denial letter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they think I'm joking. Right. Right. Because it seems absurd. I think a lot of people just assume that when you get as sick as we are, that you enter into a special echelon of care. And well, if like a, a welfare state, aka like social safety net, catches right. you. Like yeah. I think that a lot of people seem to think that, like, oh, B, you got SSDI, you can't see, you're good now, right? You've got <laughs> everything now, and it's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's the reason why it's so absurd is because 
that's the joke that I would make right. on stage. You know, like, oh, hey guys, I uh, got this new health insurance. Uh, yeah, they uh, they have to come to my house. Yeah, make sure I'm still disabled. <laughs> Everybody laughs. Right. Yeah. It's real. Except yeah. it's very real. That's the joke I would write. I mean, I don't even know. Like, you could probably just get up and talk about like regular stuff, and people would just assume that you're joking right. the whole time. Right. Yeah. They wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. It, it feels like you're like a pretty Lynchian. Yeah. It's <laughs> really, really a real, like a David Lynch dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, besides pro wrestling, the other thing I'm obsessed with is Twin Peaks. Yeah. And I, I think this is why. Because we live it. Yeah, we we're, do. We're, totally. We're stuck in the Black Lodge. Totally. We are. 100%. We're in the Red Room. And most of the conversations that I have in and around coordinating my care are, make about as much sense as as the average, like, uh, sequence. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And extremely uh, distressingly, uh, there are things about uh, the places that both of you live that are quite lucky. Not even like not all uh, no. state Medicaid programs are as no. generous as even New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, like, you know, you don't as far as I know, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you you yet have to wear like a GPS ankle monitor to verify that you're in your own home. Not yet. Not yet. Not, <laughs> not yet. Some states yeah. actually do that. That's for coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is it coming to Jersey? It was supposed to be. Wow. wow. Started January 1st, but they were granted a uh, a one-year extension, but under Bernie, hell yeah, that gets repealed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The other thing that the Bernie Disability Rights Platform um, laid down pretty clearly, which was one of my favorite parts of it, was that you know any state that decides they want to work with a private company to administer Medicaid, which Horizon NJ Health, who mm-hmm. administers your Medicaid, is yeah. a private company, that those uh those programs wouldn't be recertified for by CMS. That, that got me hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I mean. That was, that was surprising. Yeah. That was, I mean, I probably shouldn't say that because with Bernie is not, but to actually read that oh. in someone's plan yeah. is unprecedented. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I've tried. Yeah. I've tried reading it. I've never seen anyone so willing to uh, just call out the plain and simple of like, if you're trying to do long-term care in a for-profit business model, you're, you're out of here. People are going to die. Yeah. Right. People do. And we know that that's not hyperbole. No, it's not at because all. Because we know people have died. Unfortunately, a couple this year too. Yeah. And um, the problem is I think people think that people like us have our needs handled by the state and we're limited in our ability to sort of get out and about and, and tell people that, you know, maybe we, we don't. Um, but that's not to say that it can't work. Right. You know, right. because I tell people, you know, oh, like, yeah, it sucks. You know, it, I, I can't really get what I need. Right. You know, I have to wait. And then they say, oh, yep, that's government-run healthcare for you. <laughs> no. no. No, it's not. Medicare's, again, it's the most popular Insurance company yeah, in the country. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> um, it works. Oh, yeah. But it's not funded. And the problem is capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can't have healthcare tied to money. Mm-mm. I recently spoke on a panel at Rutgers Medical 
for first year med students. Oh, interesting. It's a lot of fun. And I know this great question. This girl asked, have you ever spoken about healthcare before? <laughs> what do I just laugh? <laughs> Love the question. Yeah. Respect yeah. the hell out of it. And I spent probably 10 minutes. Nice. Just talking about Medicare for all, um, health justice, mm-hmm. which Tim always talks about. And I was just telling people how disabled people literally die mm-hmm. yeah. when they're denied what they need. These people are horrified. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. And I think it really opened their eyes to this field that they're going into. Mm-hmm. And I opened up by saying, I identify as a socialist because I don't believe anybody should go bankrupt if they get sick. Right. And if anyone thinks that's a radical idea, they should walk out of this lecture hall right now and change your major. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such an ideologue over here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Someone gets it. No, I mean, it's, uh, I don't think a lot of doctors who are especially first or second year med students, uh, realize what they're going to run into once they're in yeah. their residency or their fellowship yeah. or, you know, the, the burnout that I see, I mean, I'm a frequent flyer and NYU's emergency room yeah. and, you know, I've heard from attendings about how they're basically homeless there's they're crashing on a couch they live with eight other people because they all have so many student loans and they kind of have this like doctor dormitory apartment and they're just all waiting to pay off their loans and go back to wherever they're from to be able to practice medicine wherever they're from be it upstate or new jersey or ohio or Mm -hmm. wherever but you know they uh they didn't go into med school expecting that you know, like 50 or 60% of their patients, they'd be unable to help just because of prescription drug costs alone. And I understand that learning to become a doctor is hard, mm-hmm. but why are we making it harder? <laughs> right. For the people that are supposed to literally save our lives. Mm-hmm. Why no. are we putting an extra burden on these people? And don't get me wrong, no one should have an extra burden. No. Doctors. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of people in medical school now have to go through classes that teach them about billing. Yes. Yeah. God. Like it's a, it's a whole section of your medical education now. It's not just like you take one class. Yeah, now that's a witchy nightmare. Right? right. Could you imagine going to medical school? Right. You've got your standard like, okay, we've got to do like the hardcore biology stuff. You've got to study pharmacology. You have to be doing these clinicals. You have to be doing all this hands on experience. Oh, and you're science uh, and math. And now how to how to build a patient. Yeah. Right. Now let me sit you down <laughs> now, and teach you about Aetna. Now let's make sure you can become a certified public accountant while you're doing that too. Yeah. yeah. It's like 30 hours of credits. I and, think. and here to give wow. a lecture is a shithead lobbyist mm-hmm. from pick one. Yeah. Which one do we <laughs> yeah, want to do? Yeah, exactly. yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They all suck. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and that's, yeah, well, who are you going to get? Your visiting speaker is the uh, compliance officer at Blue yeah. Cross Blue Shield yeah. or, or right. you know, the person in charge Jesus. of denying health care. And this is like a whole set of skills that doctors like aren't necessarily well equipped to learn. Like that sort of skill set does not necessarily overlap with like being a doctor. Oh. Um, and the thing I love is that, you know, a doctor can advocate all they can right. for a patient. Yeah you know, come up with as much documentation right. as they need. And it still doesn't matter because there's still some asshole 
in a cubicle mm-hmm. that says, ah, nope. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. I mean, even just, uh, just recently, uh, I mean, dumb example maybe, but like B's dad just went for a major surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fine. He's and recovering, but like, yeah. The doctor said, actually, you know, in speaking of not just like long-term care, but even like uh, rehab, right? So mm-hmm. like the doctor said like, oh, he should probably be in rehab for like four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And the insurance just approved like six days or something. Five to seven days for so the reevaluation. To, every He yeah. had a stroke uh, in 2000. He has a DVT in his left leg that's chronic. He had a broken femur where they had to take out like 10-year-old hardware and then do a top head of the femur and hip replacement. And he has expressive aphasia as well. Yeah, Yeah, so just five days. Should be able to walk in six days. You just like go. Yeah, it's a... Walk it off, I can walk in six days. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Yeah, if you can walk in six days, then I'll be able to see tomorrow, right? Right. Yeah. Only if you believe. Yeah, I know. I just need to be like braver. If I were braver, I think yeah. I'd be better by now. Breathing exercises. You're too angry. That's true. I know. It's hard not to be angry, though, because as you're saying, it's like... Well, I always say that to people. You know, like I talk about how, you know, again, people would really die mm-hmm. because their insurance denies them what they need. Yeah. And then people are like, Steve, why are you so angry all the time? <laughs> like, this is why. Right. You know, like, for my personal care request... I sent in three doctor's notes mm-hmm. and a letter for my physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean jack. Yeah. Right. Because they don't care about you. Well, no, because they just care about money. Right. Exactly. And, and then you can't have a for-profit healthcare system when people's lives are at stake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that, that thing too that we've touched on a little bit, um, the idea that like, you know, again, people assume, I think, all these things that there are so many protections, you know, and until they either go through it themselves or like maybe have a, a close family member or something who, I don't know, like I know, has but to that do the Medicaid spend down. You right, know no, what I mean? It shouldn't, yeah. but that's why, yeah. that's why I think it's important to mention things like I mean, one of the things that like just got me as I was reading the like, it's great. Again, the disability rights platform dropped like right before we're having this conversation. But one of the things that just like stopped me cold in my tracks as I was reading it was like, oh shit, they're like literally saying we will make long-term care an entitlement, Yes, which Mm -hmm. it is not at all. There's no no guarantee. Uh, Like states happen to cover like a little bit of long-term care, but there's no. Well, it all depends how much money you put into it. Right. Right. And and, and one, I think the, the biggest thing, that I said to those first year med students that really hit them hard was you can't you can't have healthcare under a capitalist system mm-hmm. and in that system have Jeff Bezos <laughs> and me right in the same system Mm-mm. it's Mm-mm. immoral inhumane and again people will die yeah right I mean. Do we have? Do you have any horror stories that you want to tell anyone? Or should we scare the shit out of people? Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny today. Today is the 15 year anniversary of my back surgery. Mm. I had scoliosis, really bad, about 45 degrees. Ouch! Wow. I didn't have the surgery, but it killed me. Yeah, I had the surgery. I'm in the hospital for 10 days. Uh, come home, yeah, super sick. Mm-hmm. Five weeks later, about two in the morning. My father drives me back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I stopped breathing. Two minutes oh out. Uh, the surgery gave me pneumonia. No. Oh, shit. So I get there. They put me on life support. Sucked out a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And then 
a nurse accidentally overdoses me on Ativan. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in a coma for a day and a half. So I was on life support for two weeks. Damn. I was in the hospital for a month. That was almost a really huge mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> and that, that bill was $750,000. Oh, my God. And wow. again, <sighs> people in other countries don't get that bill. Right. Right. You would think also that, like, from the point of her accidentally giving you too much out of Ann, that you should then not have to pay from that point well, on. Well, I mean, I also got a bed store. Oh, because they perfect. forgot to turn me over yeah. for three days. Yeah. Yep. I had to yeah. get a chest tube put in. And because my brain was so fucked up from being in a coma, mm-hmm. I had to be awake for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that felt oh, great. Fuck. Holy shit. Yeah, that felt good. So they only gave you local, right? Yep. Yeah, so you get to... Feel on the inside. Yeah, it doesn't oh, yeah. hurt when you, you know, but it just, the tugging. I mean, there are so many things that, like, I don't tell friends because I can hear the body horror in their voices. That's yeah, the nice thing about not being able to see people's facial expressions, <laughs> you know, That's is nice. I can just pretend that I can't see them be horrified yep. and just keep talking. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? That's powerful. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good excuse to yeah. just uh, barrel through. But, you know, the thing is, is, like... As it stands, like people like us are are constantly fighting for just the bare minimum. Not even. Not even. Yeah. I mean, wait, wait. Eighty-four hours for me is below the yes. minimum of yeah. what you need. Yeah, exactly. I have to fight for that. Exactly. Right. Because what's your alternative? Let's say you did not have like one. Your family and friends and loved ones should not be having to put in time that they are not compensated for on top of it, on top of everything else that they do, like every other regular person to try and survive under capitalism. And if they're compensated, it shouldn't be $11 an hour. Right. Right. Which is absolutely inhumane. And, you know, so like you have worker exploitation that's supported by this system of for-profit healthcare. Wage theft. Right. Exactly. Wage theft. And, and... I don't know, like some of these long-term care companies, you know, they like, they're the only thing keeping people from being permanently institutionalized. Right. And right? what happens, because, what happens when you're permanently institutionalized? Mm-hmm. Again, people die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pneumonia, bed sores. Yep. Uh, you know, there's a, there, I always see stories about people who are living in, um, in institutions where, you know, if they, uh, talk back to certain attendants, the attendants will refuse to take them out of bed. Yep. And they leave them in bed all day long telling them to apologize and people have no choice. You know, they can't like go, they're going to the bathroom. They're like, they can't get out of bed. Right, yeah. They need so like... Normal. Yeah, that's so so, normal. such a normal way to treat people yeah. when we can, uh, we don't have to yeah. here. Yeah. There's no reason we have to treat anyone that well, way. there's also... No reason to not have single payer healthcare. Right. right. Yeah. There are no more arguments anymore. No. None. No. We know it'll be cheaper. Mm-hmm. We know everyone will be covered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone else does it. Health mm-hmm. outcomes will be better. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing that that's holding a lot of people back is, uh, you know, those poor folks, those poor insurance executives. Uh, <laughs> whatever uh, they will, they do. You know, oh man. Some well, of them no, want the fourth house. <laughs> you, you listen, you know, to these schools 
like Klobuchar, mm-hmm. who's on a debate stage, saying, you know, I don't want to take 150 million Americans off their health care plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares? Right. Nobody likes their plan. Right. No one cares. I, I think no one would care as long as the coverage that they're getting is... And everything. And what they need above yeah. and beyond what they ever could have imagined needing or being supported by. You know, like one of the things that I think is really cool, like I don't know if I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids, but if I were to have kids, uh, my disability could mean that they'd be taken away from me. Yeah. And uh, you know, Bernie's disability plan not only says can you you cannot take people's children away just because they're disabled, but also uh, that PCA and long-term care hours can go towards parenting duties of a disabled parent. Because, you know, uh, I think for you, it would be a really, uh, like, kind of a task to pick up a child Uh, from school. Probably. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. But, you know, to think about long-term care and the sort of support that disabled people need and the companionship and assistance, like, differently, right? is a a fundamentally urgent problem that we have. Yeah. And, you know, between just the way that, like, let's say if we just pass Medicare for All and, like, every other horrible, like, labor practice is, like, continuing, right? Um, You know, we've got people dying on the floor at Amazon warehouses who are not even allowed to go see doctors off-site. And they're wearing diapers. Yeah. yeah. They can't go to the bathroom. There are going to be a lot more people like us in the next 10 years. Maybe not specifically like us. Right. Sure. Their, their bodies won't necessarily be doing it to them no, first. No, they're, not, they're not that fucked up. Right. <laughs> but there are, you know, there are people who are going to be put into positions where they need support just because of the way that modern uh, labor has decided to treat people. I mean, everything, I mean, everything is only going to get worse. Right. Yeah. Income inequality, climate change. Mm-hmm. Again, just the amount of people who will need long-term care. Mm-hmm. It's not self-sustaining. No. I mean, do you worry sometimes about how you're going to take care of your parents? How you and your sister are going to take care of your parents when they need no. long-term care? I'll be dead by then. <laughs> not my problem. My sister's problem. That's true. She's got to deal with it. Yeah, but that's like the thing is like, you know, we've got all these boomers that we've got to help before they become our problem. You know what I mean? Why? Because, well, because <laughs> we can't take care of them. Yeah, but they put us in this mess. They not all of them did. A lot of them. A lot of them did. <laughs> but we're. I'm more than happy to give those people long term care too. No, if, no. If it of keeps course. them out of my hair. No, of course. <laughs> and, you know, it's like um, you know, Bernie's thing. Yes, even the kids of millionaires. Mm-hmm. deserve free college yeah. yeah of course it's it's called medicare for all for a reason right um it's just it has to be now though yeah. right it has to be and i think it's really important that the message out there mm-hmm. that one what we were talking about before you don't have choice mm-hmm. there is no choice right mm-hmm. but medicare for all there is choice right the most choice possible yeah and I think it's really important to be honest with people and to say, yes, your taxes will go up. Right. But you're not paying any healthcare costs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think people truly understand mm-hmm. how much they pay in healthcare costs just because 
it's another expense. Right. Well, it's designed to uh, be sort of a slow, a slow bleed out. You know, it's normalized. Yeah, right. It's just like your Starbucks coffee every morning. Right. You know, you just do it. Right. Yeah, it goes up ten bucks a year. Can we pause real quick? Sure. And just enjoy this okay. Mike Bloomberg ad. Oh no! Yeah. So for listeners, uh, Steve's been watching a soccer game um, while we've been here doing the Mike recording. Mike will get it done. Mike will get it done by, by buying his way in. Yeah. Apparently, and he he did a commercial where he goes that just came out the other day where he goes into a bodega in Brooklyn. Uh, and he ah. orders a chopped cheese with soft fries. I love it already. Oh Goes into a bathroom, eats the chopped cheese and soft fries in the bathroom, <laughs> and says, I've been doing this for years. I'm Mike. I mean, that's... Oh. Yeah. Wait, did you all see that video of Joe Biden? Touching the face of, of um, uh, what's his name, Brent, Brendan? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's I, talk about that. Yeah. I twitched. Yeah. I literally, like, I was horrified. Did you... I, did you do like, I kind of, when I saw him going for, so, okay. So yeah, for context. For context. Uh, Joe Biden was at a campaign event. In Iowa. In Iowa. A, where else? Yeah, yeah, where else right now? So there's a disability rights uh, activist who's in a, a, a power chair who uses a. Computer. This guy, he uses a computer mm-hmm. to communicate. And he asked Biden um, like what he would do for education. Mm-hmm. And students with disabilities. Yeah, and he pointed out, you know, I I am like a, a sophomore in college, I think, and I've been in a, I've been in integrated classes all through high right. school. Right. You and know, how are you going to help other people like me be able to be in general education classes? Right. And then, uh, old man Biden <laughs> says, "Diamond like, Joe." <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, we have the Americans with Disabilities Act, and it's underfunded. Which, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, Trump made a similar claim right. when he once said, "I've donated millions to the, to the ADA." Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that really? Was one of his, that was after one of his many um, ADA lawsuits. Oh, from wow! His Trump properties. Wow. Yeah, he's donated millions. So, so uh, should we explain? How the ADA is actually just a set of guidelines. Oh yeah, it's not really like <laughs> there's no department, there's no, no ADA no, police. Yeah, right. There's no there's no version of like the health department right. where someone goes to every establishment to rate their accessibility. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no uh, like wheelchair sticker mm-hmm. on the front of the business with a water grade on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be cool, though. I like that idea. Right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. The, like and, the restaurant grades, but accessibility right. grades. And basically, it's the like the face of the guy in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Basically, how happy he is. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, like the yeah. pain scale, but yeah. on the wheelchair. So yeah. it's like like a like a like pained face means that like there's a step up into the bathroom right. and a step up into the business yes. itself. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, Bernie's disability plan. They would create a national office of That's disability right. coordination. Hell yeah. Uh, ensuring every aspect, I'm quoting now, of our public resources are ADA compliant and that the civil rights of uh, people with disabilities are enforced. Well, I think that ADA would be cool. We could be, we could be ADA police, right? I'd Steve, you and I could go around. I would love 
to just give tickets to people. <laughs> the only good cop is an ADA cop. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, so Biden, um, Biden says uh, ADA is underfunded. As we've just pointed out, that's... Um, There's no such way thing. to fund a, a guideline. Yeah, he right. said, in my administration, we're going to fund the ADA, mm-hmm. which is like, sh- sure. Not a thing. Then he tells Samuel, the activist... That Samuel is so, so, so smart. So smart. Oh, boy. So smart. Look at you. So You're smart. so, so smart. As he gently caresses <laughs> the side of his face. Yeah. Reaches over Samuel's computer, past his aide. And legit touches him. On yeah. the face. On the face. Yeah. Now, usually when people use a computer to communicate, that also implies that if he did not want to be touched on the face he probably would not have had time to use the computer of to say, please do not touch me on the face. <laughs> Nor I mean, is he necessarily also like able to throw up his hands over his face to say, no, don't touch me on the face. But like, uh, uh, forgive me for going down the rabbit hole here. Go for it. So, you know, doctors always say, don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. That's where... Right. Water germs are. Mm-hmm. That's how you get sick. And Biden shakes hands. Goes, he's shaking, True. shaking a lot of Iowans' hands. They're enthusiastic. They're not thinking Mm-mm. about their own germs. Joe touches this kid's face. He gets sick. Our healthcare industry sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but yeah. Joe Biden could have could Joe, Joe be responsible be for killing this Joe kid. Joe Biden could be a murderer. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I think between him basically being practically unable to put his hand, like not put his hands on, on voters in Iowa, whenever they bring up the social security Mm -hmm. thing, you know, he's Mm -hmm. been zipping up people's jackets and grabbing them, you know, that one dude to a push up contest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Which rules, by the way. Yeah. Just, he would have just died. Yeah. I mean, it's, that is the other option of how we're thought of in government, right? We're, we're either thought of as people, Mm-hmm. Or as uh, as tokens who don't need to consent to having their face touched, right? Well, or you know, effectively not worth legislating, um, like towards making sure that, uh, as you guys were talking about earlier, that like you don't end up literally like institutionalized. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think it's worth mentioning that basically, you know, as as far as I have seen, actually, like the only person in this uh, primary who has carved out a really explicit pathway for how they would like move to uh you know again an entitlement of like long-term care and moving people out of uh institution settings and into like the like broader society like their yeah, own home homes and, and their own places care, yeah um is is bernie and a vote for other people is essentially a vote to like just continue the regular practice of uh people just being institutionalized for no good reason I'm other than capitalism now. i'm saying this now on this podcast i'm issuing Open challenge mm-hmm. to any disabled person in America mm-hmm. that still doesn't like Bernie. I challenge you to a duel. Yes, <laughs> I will be your second on oh, that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear that Warren's better Mm-mm. or Mayor Pete Mm-mm. or anyone. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Because right now there is no one better. And Bernie Sanders Mm-mm. on disability, and there will not be anyone better. 
Not for a while, no. So if you want to vote in your own interests. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten some apologies so far in the past 24 hours? <laughs> I'm still waiting on the apologies <laughs> from 2016. Yeah. 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 And something tells me I'm going to be owed some after this year, too. Yeah. I I did get a couple apologies. It did was, you? I did. And I'm jealous. I well, I wrote the art. I wrote this piece in December for Jackbin about the disability uh, rights platform that Bernie Sanders sort of had, which Conceded, was just yeah. part of his regular platform. Right. And so I, I'd been getting a lot of, um, you know, you're a you're a traitor to your own kind kind of things. And uh, Bernie doesn't care about disabled people. That's my favorite. And that, you know, Elizabeth Warren's incredibly technocratic plan full of band-aids that basically only like really guaranteed to get rid of like, uh, I'd say like one half of the sort of like horrible financial restrictions associated with stuff with like SSI. You know, she's like, we'll get rid of the like marriage rules uh, and asset spend down caps will like raise them. You know, she didn't go anywhere close to being like, no, we're going to stop Medicaid from being able to seize your estate once you die. Long term care. Did she also have like no criminal justice plan for people with disabilities? Or it was really weak? The I'm 90% sure actually her disability plan does not include criminal justice. It neither also includes anything having to do with autism. And there's an entire section in Bernie's plan that is, I think, one of the biggest wins for the adult autistic community I've ever seen personally. Or your transplants. Yeah, I mean, organ transplants. Like when I tell people like, yeah, a lot of times people self-diagnose with autism because they have a secondary condition and they know that if autism is on their chart and they need a liver transplant, they're shit out of luck. And right. it's not like even the richest autistic person in the world could go buy a liver either. <laughs> right. You know, like if just Jeff Bezos was autistic and needed a liver, like, yeah, he would probably be granted a liver only because well, he's I'm sure Jeff Bezos has ways, you know, right? Yeah. but you know, the, the determination in order to get an organ is how value like how much value you'll bring to society once you have the organ right. and there's a system that's set up now that just basically says that disabled people and autistic people just are essentially incapable of bringing value right, and therefore not worthy of an organ system doesn't want us right i'm trying to be an active member of society mm-hmm. but i can't do that with only two thousand dollars no yeah. What do you want me to do? No, I mean, I would love to be able to have savings one day. People are like, what are your five-year goals? I'm like, not going more blind. Say, you know, I'm at 2250 in my right eye and I'm at 2175 in the left eye. So maybe I would like to keep my left eye from going past 2200. And uh, I would like to um, not be homeless and uh, maybe pay down some medical debt. And, you know, maybe in 10 years, if I'm still alive, it'd be cool to have like maybe two or 300 bucks in savings. Sure. And people are like, yeah. uh, what do you mean? That's your 10 year plan. Right. And that's all I'm really allowed to plan for. Yep. That's a big plan. I doubt I'll actually get there if we continue how we're going. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, I'm assuming that you're in one of those traps where your work credits are keeping you also off SSDI. Oh, yeah, of course. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? So you've been disabled for a while. You know, about uh, uh, 29 years. Yeah. One month. 
and three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have SSI, yep. right? Which is not contingent on work requirements. It's no. contingent on income, assets, and medical necessity, yep. mm-hmm. right? So that means that you got, uh, you don't get Medicare like I do. No. You only get Medicaid. Yep. And you cannot have more than $2,000 in savings. Which for a lot of states, it's pretty generous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah New Jersey and yeah. New York are generous with the 2000 There are some states where it's like $800. Yeah. yeah or less. Actually. Or less. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see what else. You can never get married. Nope. Nope. Can't have you, a car. If you live on someone's couch, that's considered a gift. Yes. And income. Yep. Car. Um, car. Car. House. Yeah. You're being punished even more than I am for having been born disabled. Yeah, and like even though I work mm-hmm. as a substitute teacher, mm-hmm. I get punished for that. Right. Because basically whatever I make working gets taken out mm-hmm. of my social security check. And there's a lot of reporting requirements too every time you work, every right? Every month. What do you have to do right now? Uh, so the Bernie the Bernie Sanders disability rights pro, like platform would eliminate barriers to working if you're an SSI. Um, yeah, basically I freed out. I can basically only work like twenty days out of the year. Wow. Yeah. About yeah. Um, Without jeopardizing your medical care. Yeah, because my Medicaid is tied to Social Security. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, every month I have to tell Social Security how much. I make, mm-hmm. I made the last month, their app mm-hmm. has not been updated. Mm. So I have to call a computer that can never understand me. And that's <sighs> even though I can speak. Right. I mean, I think you're pretty easy to understand, but I can understand a computer not Absolutely. understanding. It bar- My phone barely understands yeah. me, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So you have to go online to a sort of broken poorly updated interface report yep. your earnings right mm-hmm. because you've been filling in for sick teachers yep that's right teaching high school students yep. in New Jersey yep which you would think that like the government should be paying you to go out and teach high school students no <laughs> no because I just uh indoctrinate them on socialism oh that's true yeah yeah you just um, every chance I get when I'm there yeah. But you know, it's like, it's a, uh, I kind of like wonder when things like when they were setting up programs like SSI and, and making distinctions about, okay, like if you're, if you're not able to get work credits, then you're never allowed to be like a full adult right, or right. whatever, you know, what they were thinking would happen to people who were on SSI. I mean, what is that? 80 years ago? I think right. it was, I think SSI was the 70s actually here i can google yeah it. fact check that when you interact with people in those departments and i mean if you oh, can get geez. someone on the phone i yeah uh two months ago i had my annual phone interview mm-hmm. where they asked me questions to get information that they already have mm. um i got the written report mm-hmm. two weeks later all the information was wrong are you kidding no and then because of that, a couple of days later, I got another letter saying that I owe them like $400. Because they overpaid you or something? Yes. Or, oh, my God. But that was oh because 
of the errors. Wow. I mean, I've been asking the New York State Medicaid Office and the Federal Office of Social Security Disability Insurance for large print mailers for the entire time that I've been dealing with them, which has been over three years now, and I still have not received my reasonable accommodations. I, you know... 1972. Ooh! 1972 is when SSI was created. Nice. There was that Nixon? As an amendment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, Nixon created SSI. We don't know how that turned well, out. Well, he was, he, was, he was the executive. He signed time. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how that turned out. Yeah, so, you know, when they were inventing, uh, when they were coming up with SSI, right, and they were like, okay, these people will, I guess, never, ever be capable of being, quote-unquote, productive members of society. They will always well, be childlike wards of... Yeah, I mean, that's when, you know, disabled kids were institutionalized. Right. Yeah. Have people tried to convince you to go into an institution in your life? I once had a doctor when I was like four or five tell me that I was going to grow out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, You're going to grow out of muscular dystrophy? Yeah. I'm still waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just got to hit that growth spurt. That's it. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. No, I mean, I've had people at my high school try to get me off my uh, 504 plan. Mm-hmm. They didn't win that one. <laughs> like the high school administration did? or Yeah, because I messed up their uh, like federal test scores. <laughs> because I was the only one there with a oh. physical disability. Oh. So my test scores were way higher than all the other kids right. with an IEP. So they tried to get me off. So either their average would be lower. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. No child left behind indeed. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, Bush. Yeah. Mission accomplished. I mean, yeah. it's like we've got so much shit to deal with. Like, we got to get healthcare out of the way to start tackling some of this other structural crap. It's exhausting. Yeah. We got a lot of weeds to pull. I'm tired just talking <laughs> about it. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, 30 years ago, people like us crawled up the steps of the Capitol building to right. get the ADA passed. Yep. Yeah. Which is practically unenforceable. The burden is on us. Us. Right. Like you said, yeah, you've said you've had to like sue your schools for yep. ramps. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, elevators. Elevators. Right. Sue to even just enter the building. Yep. And then they tried to like fuck with your education because it made their numbers look bad. Yeah. You know, uh, between, <laughs> between that, like, I just don't, I don't know how. I respect it. What? I respect you it. You respect it? I respect it. Gotta look out for yourself. That's true. I mean, I won. Mm-hmm. I won. I always won. Right. But, like, you really shouldn't have to. No. Mm-mm. No. At all. But that's our lives. That is our lives. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you, like, let's talk, like, day-to-day shit that would be fixed by Medicare for All, maybe. Because we've talked a lot about the kind of crappy problems. Sure. So when you deal with going to the doctor now with Medicaid, how much choice over your physicians do you get? Well, they assigned me one, mm. wow. which Boy. is a little weird. Mm. Yeah. And I have to go through like a formal process if I want to change it. So you have like a PCP managed plan. Yes. You have a complex medical condition yep. that is a degenerative neurological disease. Yep. And you must go through an assigned PCP to see your neurologist, right? Yep. Got to get referrals for every doctor. I mean, it's nice that my prescription medications are mm-hmm. free. 
But, you know, if something happens for whatever reason, still got to wait a month. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my medical equipment, mm-hmm. like tubing, ventilator masks, mm-hmm. uh, filters, I get every three months. Wow. Which changed just last year. Used to be every month. Do they give you enough for what you need? I know a lot of people sometimes aren't given as many as they need and they have to supplement it out of pocket. I got to stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. I have to stretch it out a lot. Which is like not really a safe thing to do, right? Do you want to explain what the ventilator is maybe for people who don't, aren't familiar? Basically a ventilator, like a lot of people with muscular dystrophy, um, they have respiratory problems Mm -hmm. because the lung muscles are not strong. So someone like me, has problems filtering out carbon dioxide because mm-hmm. I don't push out hard enough. Mm-hmm. So the ventilator just helps me push out all the carbon dioxide and it helps me sleep too. Yeah. yeah. Now you know, it's good to not just like stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, having a sterile ventilator mask mm-hmm. and tubing and filters are very important mm-hmm. because they attract a lot of germs. Right. There's and a right. lot of surface area and a lot of moisture. And it's going because, directly into your lungs, too. Yes. <laughs> and because it's strapped to my face all day long, what did I say before? Don't touch your face. Right. Right. So if there are germs on it, guess what? I'm getting sick. But right. these people don't realize long term mm-hmm. that if they were just give me monthly, as many as like yep, extra, so you could change it whenever. As I need. I wouldn't get sick. I wouldn't go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wouldn't be there for a month. You wouldn't end up with pneumonia and then a bed sore and an That's accidental right. coma in the ICU That's for right. a week. Yeah. Wow. What a concept. Yeah, that $750,000 ICU trip can be avoided by just giving Steve as many tubes as he wants. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're onto something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like it's a simpler solution than the current situation. You might think that. <laughs> it is. It is simpler. It is. So you uh, need the ventilator all of the time. Yep. And you are making it work with yeah. the supplies that they give you. Actually, I just got a second one. Mm-hmm. I've had a ventilator for almost 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And I just found out last year that I was entitled to a second one. Like a backup. <laughs> yes. Because like what happens, I was going to say, what happens if you need to get it serviced? Oh, I don't know. Or it breaks or like. Well, now I have a backup. Now you have a backup. Yeah. But, but for 15 years, you didn't. Nope. Well, Living on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And don't forget, you know, my, like my doctor coverage, my hospital coverage, it's only New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. If I go out of state, oof, yeah, got problems. Yeah. So what happens when you like travel to talk to, like, because you do uh, inspirational speaking. That's right. Right. Right? Yeah. right. So I would be terrified to leave the state of New Jersey if I were you. Yeah, it's a little, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. always in the back Tricky. of my mind. It's a little <laughs> horror film right Yeah, you there. know, like last, last year I went to L.A., Mm-hmm. I was pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty sick. You know, the lungs were starting to fill the fluid there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you waited until you got home, right? Oh, no. I just, I had to leave. Yeah. You know, but I, uh, right. I didn't really leave 
my hotel room a whole lot. It sucks. Yeah. What a great way to spend a trip. Climate out there is incredible. <laughs> ah. I, uh, when I was last in LA, it was my first time. I grew up in Los Angeles. It was my first time being back, not being able to see. So I, I realized like how weird it was to see a blind person walking around LA with a, <laughs> a white cane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People just honked at me, pulled over, asked if I was lost, you uh-huh. know. It's um Yeah, I mean it's funny cuz this uh the question of like a national health program for things like uh you know travel is obviously one thing too, but one of the and maybe I'm just saying this because we just um for listeners like this is being recorded after like we basically just recorded a whole long thing about the disability rights pr- uh, mm-hmm. platform, but it's funny because in that platform buried way you know it's a huge document buried like way deep down towards the end plus words there's this um there's this part in the climate justice thing uh section speaking of your you know steve you kept bringing up um climate change the end of the world world, yeah there's this like really great uh like one line argument that i occurred to me i had not heard before which is that like oh yeah also natural disaster well like your your coverage stays with you. You're still covered under Medicare for all. So if you need to flee for right. a natural disaster, yes. like you can go see a different doctor. Yeah. I mean, I was in New Orleans last October, mm-hmm. and I stayed in one of the, like the worst neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And people were telling me that like people just died in their houses during like, yeah. in, the, in their attics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the water was way above the whole house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have made it. No. No way I would have made it. No, you wouldn't have. No. They wouldn't have gotten you out. Because, no. And if they had gotten you out, you would have gotten so sick in the process. Right. Yeah. Would have yeah. lost my chair, lost yeah. the ventilator, no medication. Right. I mean, we saw what happened down there. People in the Superdome without mm-hmm. medication, right. without mm-hmm. insulin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, where I I uh, have been experiencing a lot of people um, standing outside the emergency room, not asking for money, but asking for insulin. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, I've seen that a lot recently Normal. outside yeah. Bellevue, outside Normal. NYU, outside Beth Israel, all up Hospital Row on First Avenue, not asking for a dollar, saying, "Do you asking everyone that looks like they could work at the hospital? Do you have extra insulin? Can you get me an insulin Did sample?" They're doing it wrong. Got to get on a computer, set up a GoFundMe, mm-hmm. and then maybe you'll get it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's you know, maybe right. Maybe you'll get it. You got to perform your disability. Right. You got to shoot like a cute video. Yep. Then you got to make sure that, you know, you're you're uh, sharing it on Facebook. Yeah. You know, it takes, it can take like just a day to die yeah. from not having insulin if you're an insulin dependent type 1 diabetic. Right. I'm lucky. It would take me a a little bit to die without my medicine. Yeah. So I could go maybe yeah. a couple months. Yeah. Couple I'd have weeks. a bit. Yeah. I'd have a bit. It would be painful. Oh, yeah. It would, oh, it'd be it would be really hard. Not how I want to go out. No. Yeah. But, you know, I do really feel like every time we've we've come up against a impending public health crisis, yeah. which I think is really honestly where we're at right now, where we are staring at some of us like you and I are well into the cliff, right? Um, and we're staring back up at everyone else saying like, please don't fall down on top of us because <laughs> we're, we're already down here. And, and they're looking back at us saying, you know what? I kind of like Buttigieg. Right. Yeah, but what about my choice? What about, you know, my no, life like path? It's like coronavirus. 
<laughs> just, just end it. Just end it. Yeah, but it is a public health crisis, you know? Yeah, of course. Like, uh, like guns and climate change. Mm hmm. And insulin. And every time we've had one of these, you know, be it the AIDS crisis or the, you know, Medicare being enacted in the 60s, you know, uh, we've ended up with half measures, band-aids, temporary yeah. fixes. But the difference yeah. now is that it's everybody. Right. It's everyone. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Finally. I mean, that. Medicare was supposed to be for everyone initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, like, I love how people think this is some sort of, like, radical proposal. That's, that that's my favorite. was wholesale yeah. invented yeah. by Bernie Sanders yeah. in 2015. Yeah. You know. Right. It's just a brand new idea. Five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. That no one else has ever done before. Never. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But this was like, we're actually, if we can do this, when, no, when we pass Medicare for all, yep. we will be finally finishing the work that was started with Medicare mm-hmm. and Social Security in the 50s yeah. and 60s. And then able to finally move on to the next stuff, too. Right. And yeah. that's get David Lunch to direct an episode of my show. <laughs> that would be cool. That would. Yeah, that would be cool. He does the healthcare episode. He, um, I went to college with his son. Maybe I'll try and put you guys in touch. I mean, that's... I'll just be like... That would be the just, dream. Uh, that would be the dream. Just bully Sean into... You know, we'll use your disability to an advantage. We'll creep him out. Right. You know? Yeah. Like... Like yeah. Biden. Yeah, yeah. Not exactly. that level, maybe. No, we won't let anyone touch you, though. Uh, thank no, you. No. Yeah. yeah, we don't, we don't want to fuck around with those germs, especially with the coronavirus. Right. I mean, are you... Unless you get the coronavirus, then maybe you can, like, go to a Biden event. Or something. And pass it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. So <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing, actually, though. Now that I'm on Medicare, the approvals are faster. Mm-hmm. They last longer. Mm, must be nice. They're yeah, twelve months. <laughs> twelve month approvals. Twelve. Twelve months. Wow. Yeah. I got like three. Yeah, I was on a sixty day approval cycle on private insurance on the most recent one. Good for you. Yeah. But you I gotta wish make I sure could every share time it. You, you choose, you know, got to choose the right thing every yeah, time. Yeah, I get the right. choice. Every six I, wish, days. I wish I could share my Medicare with you, Steve, because like that. I've only been on it since June and it's been like as, awesome. as many problems as there are with current as is Medicare, right? As, as yeah. all the issues with like, you know, part B, Medicare part D coverage, the donut hole, yep. you know, restrictive formularies. There's still predatory like, advantage plans, right? Predatory yeah. advantage plans, staff therapy, you know, an aging online infrastructure, inability to get <laughs> anyone on the phone, yeah. Yeah. mailings that take like really long. They won't send me my reasonable accommodation, but like, right. They called to apologize that an approval took more than 24 hours. Is that real? Yeah. 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 I thought I was getting prank B- called. We got the call and we were like, no, no, this is what? no way. Uh-uh. What? What do you mean? You're, if only, you're sorry. What? If only there was a way. That you should give your Medicare to all. I know, right? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Let's do it. Just my personal Medicare to everyone. Maybe we should, maybe we should uh, push for that. Yeah. Do you want to do, uh, should we, to wrap ourselves out, do we want to do sort of our, I don't know, do you have like a, a Medicare for all rant that you like to give when you meet new people? Because I feel like one of the things that, that 
uh, this, this series is really sort of intending to do is it's for, it's for Medicare for all fans like, like us, but it's also for people who are new to the concept who maybe Mm -hmm. are new to the single payer curious, single payer curious or people who nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't shame. Maybe, maybe no, maybe you don't know any disabled people and, and Steve and I are the only two disabled people you've uh, heard a conversation between before, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel sorry for them, but. I do because we're pretty fun, but yeah. that's their <laughs> loss. You know, like, do we, do you have, what do you say to people who like maybe are the new med students, right? What do you say to people who want to know like your tight five or three on, on why, why, Medicare for all is the only way forward. I say it right now. My current plan could kill me. Mm-hmm. Medicare for all won't. I think that's perfect. Yeah. It's um, very simple. I won't say what we should do to the healthcare CEOs. <laughs> because I like being on TV. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, no material threats to anyone's yeah, well-being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is satire. That's right. Joke. I'm a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny, Steve. <laughs> You're you. so funny. Thank you. Look at you. Yeah. Ha ha. I get paid to be funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is, well, maybe because this is has a parallel to Shark Week, there can be some sort of shark-themed, publicly televised uh, miniseries featuring all of the healthcare CEOs one day. Yeah. Like a gladiator situation. You can go but swimming. With sharks. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. sharks. <laughs> with sharks sharks are nice they're misunderstood yeah. so are healthcare CEOs but I think really <laughs> it just it literally comes down to that mm-hmm. is that under the current system people will die Yeah. under Medicare for all people won't I mean under your current system your insurance is actively working to defraud you of the very basic necessities that you need to live and frankly doing everything it can to undermine your ability to survive day yeah. to day Kind of sounds like a death panel to me. Kind of sounds yep. like a, a very effective death panel, much yeah. more effective than we are as a death panel, clearly. Yeah. But um, we're a life panel. Yes, we give life, <laughs> especially to sharks. <laughs> <laughs> sharks gotta eat too, you know. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's people. Yeah, they're just misunderstood. Hope, just hope we have health insurance. <laughs> you know, it's a. Uh, I think the time is now. We have a unique political moment. Yeah. We have a uniquely receptive presidential campaign staff who are listening to disability activists in a way that we have not ever been listened to in the history of the United States. Yeah. You know. Or the DNC could fuck them up all over again. Right. True. Yeah. Do we want to talk about that a little bit before we end real sure. quick? Cliff Notes version. So let's see. What has the DNC done this past two weeks? They well, have... they're trying to bring back superdelegates. Mm-hmm. Right. They just allowed Bloomberg to, to the enter the debate, which, right. of course, all of you disability stands out there who loved Julian Castro and Juan Castro. Sorry, wait, no, Julian's Julian. running. Sorry. Yeah. Juan's the twin. Julian Castro, who, uh, you know, they couldn't bend those rules to let a like unprecedented POC candidate who was like right. the only person at the time with a disability rights platform on stage to talk about it. But Mike Bloomberg, sure. Yeah. So be vigilant. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, like the Tom Perez 
nominated a bunch of party loyalists and former Clinton staffers to be in charge of setting the rules for the convention and deciding the procedures and who's going to be able to be credentialed and what the process of credentialing is. Yeah. You know, this it's is... Easy. Well, there's a lot of money. Again. Healthcare has billions, also, billions of dollars. Yeah. Of also, industry. I mean, that's why I think that's one of the reasons why um, we. I think that's one of the reasons why we're doing Medicare for All Week too. Really, because not just it's not just um, there's all, obviously all this stuff like it could be stolen again, um, but also like you know again this is going to come out between Iowa and New Hampshire like. Uh, stakes are high and also like the, the whatever the new cycle is whatever it looks like whatever however Iowa went by the time you hear this like it's going to be really frustrating and bullshit and awful but like it is incumbent on us to win this so hard that mm-hmm. no one can deny it right you know so so I think we just don't stop ever talking about it oh. until they take our ability to speak away until yeah until we die yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that seems reasonable. I don't know what else I've got going on. Yeah, so just, you know. That's more again, important. if there's uh, any disabled person out there who still doesn't like Bernie, uh, who still says Bernie doesn't care about disabled people, um, yeah, we're in a duel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live about eight minutes from uh, Weehawken, New Jersey. <laughs> That's where uh, Alexander Hamilton lost his duel. Perfect. So we will go to... <laughs> Hallowed grounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to lose. Yeah. We'll call it yeah. pay-per-view. Get yeah. it going. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Pay-per-view? Hell yeah. I'd pay for that. Yeah. I mean, I think um, I'd be willing also to do like a marathon stream one day. That's just a come and debate yeah. Steve and I on Medicare for All. You wait, can yeah. call in. Wait. Wait. Can we switch that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we should. That's Right? Oh my god. That would be a great uh, wow. party world wrestling throwdown. Yes. It's like a like a debate, like a Steve debating someone or like the wrestling. Live, yeah. Like the live Chapo streams. Yeah. 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 Oh. I think we could do it but better. Debate Steve Way. Totally. Yeah. Debate yeah. Steve Way on, on Medicare for All. The undefeated. Oh man, I'm gonna cut so many promos. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's our that's our next step. So, you know, if I'll you're be listening back. to this, become cool. a patron so we can get some video equipment so we can start, um, you know, hosting Steve yeah. eviscerating people. Putting up videos like Steve Wade destroys, uh, I don't know. Naming names. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. blocked right now. I'm blocked. Oh, you went there. I'm probably blocked too. It's okay. I understand. Like I understand why other disabled people don't trust politicians to do anything for them. And I understand that it's yeah. okay to be a neoliberal disabled person. I don't understand it. I, I don't, don't get either. it. But nope. You do you, yeah. you know, each to each their Just own. Just don't ruin it for the rest of us. And I mm-hmm. think the, the thing that is so funny and fundamentally misunderstood by people who like, like it's not that we implicitly trust every thing, but it is no. that, like they, oh. they are like, they've got the best policy platforms. They are the most receptive. They've been, that team has been listening the most. So mm-hmm. like, you know, and I mean, I think, uh, I think, you know, the real work will start, the day that he's elected in the general because that's when we will really have to like push them further and hold them accountable to all the things that they've promised and proposed and help them pass it you know um 
you know, and if you're looking for anyone to talk about the campaign to people there, you know, we might know someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were lots of people. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. We Thanks, appreciate Steve. you taking Thanks the time me, again. It's nice to see you. Thank you. I can't wait to be back. Yeah. I can't wait to be off steroids and then we can yeah. make plans to hang out. And give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, give yeah. you some of my steroids. Yeah. You want to borrow one of my balls? I should have brought the gravity ball. Have you yeah. ever used those before? The little no. balls? Parody. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah. Parody. Satire. They're, yeah, rec- yes. recreational ah. steroids. Ha ha. Joke. They're like, joke, joke, joke. They're like these little balls. They have like a core and then the core has like a piece of tubing on it and they fill it up so that it's basically an IV that you can stick in your pocket. It doesn't need to be gravity because it's pressurized. That's a game it's yeah, really cool. cool yeah, I wow. put it in my pocket and we went to Trader Joe's today this morning. Of course, we got to Trader Joe's and I was like, I can't breathe. It's too bright. I yeah. don't know where I am. Yeah. This person's about to touch my arm. We yeah. have to go right now. <laughs> but, yeah. but I walked to Trader I was able to walk there with my ball. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. You know, it's cool. well, I won't try that. Don't try that. No. 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 Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. We're cool. going to send Artie out for re- recreational chemo just so that he can um, empathize well, I mean, with that's, me. That's, you know, what we're going to get with Medicare for All. Mm-hmm. You know, we get all the chemo we want, mm-hmm. all the surgeries. Yeah. What do you, want. what's your first recreational medical procedure you're going to get once oh, we get Medicare for All? Damn. Nose job? I get a nurse job. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why not? I can. It's free. Why not? Yeah. Maybe I'll get my eyes done. You know, get rid of the wrinkles. I still yeah. won't be able to see it right, in the right, mirror, right. but you know, just so other people pe- will see. Uh, other people see. Yep. Right. Right. Outer beauty, inner beauty. Right. Um. <laughs> so you can follow Steve on Twitter and Instagram at right. the Steve Way. Uh, season two of Rami is going to be coming out May soon. May twenty ninth. May twenty ninth. Catch yeah. Steve on Hulu. It's a great show. Thank you. Fantastic job. And uh, if you're lucky enough to be a public school student in New Jersey, maybe you'll be graced with Steve's presence one of the 20 days out of the year he's allowed to teach. And learn about socialism. (laughs) Exactly. He'll convert you. Beware. All right. Um, I think that about does it for this Medicare for All interview. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Medicare for All week from the death panel. Subscribe wherever podcasts are distributed to hear a brand new interview on single-payer healthcare every day until the 11th of February. And support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod for patron-only episodes, and to help us make series like Medicare for All week possible. We are entirely listener-supported and extremely lacking in quality healthcare. Goodbye for now. Until next time patreon.com slash death panel pod. <laughs>